Dafyur Ches in Saita. Starting from the top of the Amud, first word on the line, Kosla Shnei Daf in Psula. Person writes the word, the Psukum of the Saita, Shnei Daf, two different columns. Like a Sefer has a number of columns. You do a similar thing to the way it's written in Sefer Torah. Psula. Sefer Echor Amar Rachman. It says Sefer, Lashon singular, Lashnaim Shleishiv Svarim. It has to be one column and not two or three. Kosov Eisachas Amacha, a person writes one letter, erases the one letter. Eisachas writes another letter, and then erases that, and another letter. He's writing a letter, erasing letter, erasing psula. The whole psukim has to be written, only afterwards you erase all of them together, not to have one letter at a time being erased. There are two different Megillahs, two different scrolls, each one for a separate site. And you erase both of them into one cup. So we know you have to have rewritten for that site. So each one's written for a certain site. But the after the writing, you erased it into the same cup. So the drinking won't be set aside for each one separately because they have the drinking of both of them together. So the Gemara question is, is that enough that as long as the writing was done for that specific sota, that's sufficient? Also, the erasing has to be done lishma, special for that sota, and therefore if it's erased in one cup together, that's going to be invalid. Gemara is not sure. Gemara continues questioning. Even if you want to say you need to also have that the erasing is done for each sota specifically, so Yutaka erased it in two different cups. So you had the writing done for each sota, the erasing done for each sota. But then, the chaz of Irvin, they mix them together. Mahu. Do all you need is the erasing being done for that sota, and that's done. Odoma, maybe. Each one's not drinking their own water because now they're mixed up afterwards, after they're erased. Is that going to be a problem? Is that going to be a problem? The fact that each one's not drinking their waters because they're mixed together. Even if you want to say that maybe you're right, there's a problem. You're not drinking your own waters. So what's going to happen? If you now split the waters back, so they were erased each one separately, they were then mixed together, and then you split them. Do we say mal yesh breira or yesh breira? Breira is an idea that. Now that you split them back, we say retroactively, it's like this one was done all for that sota the entire time. That's the concept of Brera. So do you say Brera that would allow that now that you split it, it's as if it was being done for that sota the whole time, whatever she got, and the other one's done for that sota? Or don't we say Brera? He says all these questions, take a, let the question stand. We're unsure what the response is. Brera of another question. Hishka b'siv, if you gave him to drink with a sieve, sieve is like a thing of a canvas, like a straw, which is the way children drink from a cup, is that going to work? Mao. Bishay Farish, where it's like a pipe. Mao, what the halacha? Do we say it's a way of drinking? And some say it's actually two separate questions. The first one's only something that children drink. Maybe that's not that's more of an issue. Bishay sounds like something even adults used to use. Maybe it's better because it's more normal to be used even by adults. Again, the more questions and both of those questions take it. We're unsure. Let the questions stand. If you some of it spilled, but some of it's still left over, is that going to invalidate the fact you don't have the full water 
they're together. And again, Teku, the Gemara says that the question's unresolved and let it stand. Continues the Gemara, So the Torah repeats actually the Shvua twice. The says the Shpia, so a coin, the coin makes him swear. And then afterwards, it says again, the Shpia, the coin again makes him swear. So what's the two times these two swearings that the Torah refers to? So Achas Kodem Shnimchas Megillah, once before the Megillah is erased, and one Achas, the Achas Shnimchas, once after it's erased. Maskevorova doesn't fit into the Psukim. In the Torah, it says both of them before the Megillah is erased. So you can't tell me one's before and one's afterwards. It doesn't fit into the Psukim in the Torah. One's a shvuah has with it a curse. One's a shvuah and a curse. So there's really two separate shvuahs. One is the curse with it of what's going to happen to her. One's just a shvuah, shvuah by itself without an actual curse of the result of if she violated that. How does that, how is that said? The one that has the curse goes as follows. I am, you have to swear that you didn't, you were not tame, that you did not, not unfaithful and not tame to another man. If you were tame, the following curses should come to you. So Amrav has a problem with that language. It sounds like the two things are separate because it says you swear that you were not mesa. And then you say a separate thing. If you were tame, the following should happen. The Pesachim sound like they go together. The Shvu and the Allah, the Shvu and the curse are part and parcel of the same thing. So the Pesachim, the way you're saying it now, it sounds like two separate things. What's going on? So Rava changes it. Elama Rava, you swear, if you were Tommy, this is what should happen. Sounds like it's all together now. The Shvu is that this should happen. So Ravashi still doesn't like it. This way of saying it, that the Shvua should be if you were telling me this should happen, sounds like all this is a curse. It's a, it's a, the whole point was the curse. And we seem to have two separate things, a shvua separately and a curse it, it, together, but it has to be somewhat separate. And this way of saying it, doesn't even have a separate shvua independent. It's really all the klala. A third possibility, you should swear that do not tummy. And if you are tummy, how is this better? Because in it mesa is also the shvu is going on both. I'm swearing shlonat mesa. And the shvu is also saying, if not mesa, this should come to you. So it really has two aspects. It has the shvu and the Allah together and independent. It refers to both of them. Shvu alacha. Shlonat mesa is the shvu. And then you put the shvu on the klala as well, on the curse as well. That if you are not tummy, which is the Fulfillment of both of these concepts of Shvua and Allah, but each together and separate, together that you have the Shvua going on both aspects, but the Shvua and the Klala are each independent in the way of saying it. Continues the Mishnah, Al-Mahi, Amiris, Amin, Amin. She says, Amin, Amin. That's a response to the Shvua. So this Amin is actually a number of different things. She, when she responds, Amin, <coughs> she's not saying just, Amin, I was not unfaithful now. Amin, Amin, the fact that she says it twice says goes on other things as well. Amin al-Allah, Amin al-Shua. Firstly, it's Amin on the curse, and Amin on the Shua, on the Shua by itself. Furthermore, Amin, Mi'ezzeh, she actually says Amin that was not unfaithful from this person, the person that I was, I was, that I was secluded with, and Amin Mishach, and no one else either, even though that was not being referred to in this episode, 
That's part of what she's swearing. And she also says, I was not, when we were first married, which is the stage of Erisin, when this, which is the first stage of marriage, I was not unfaithful then. And Nusua, I, was not all, no, I wasn't unfaithful when it was in Nusua. And furthermore, Shemeris Yavam Knusa. Let's say it was a hits of a Yavama, which was two brothers, and brother died. And now Shemeris Yavam, which means she's waiting for the, that, the brother who's alive to marry her. At that point, she's not allowed to marry anyone else. She's designated to him. She says, if there was a case of Shemeris Yavam, I was not unfaithful at that time when I was Yavam. And after we had, they actually married the brother, they didn't have any unfaithful relationships at that point. This Nali mission is explaining when you said before there was Amin on the Allah and Amin on the Shvua, there was Amin on the curse, Amin on the Shvua. How is that played out? You say Amin that was not Tameh, that's the acceptance of the Shvua. Amin if it if I was Tameh, this should come on to me. So that's acceptance of the curse which she's accepting upon herself that she actually was unfaithful. Rav Meir says even more than that, Amin and she says, I mean, I was not tummy in the past. And she's also swearing, I will not become tummy in the future. I will not do, be unfaithful in the future. That's also included in her swearing. HaKoshav, and everyone agrees, Shein Masna, that Iba that is not included in the Shvua, Lo HaKodem it's not before they got married. That's, that's irrelevant to him. Not after they would get divorced. If they would get divorced, then she would be unfaithful at that point. Again, not relevant to him. That obviously the Shvua would not include, it would not be relevant to. Nister le'echav and etmeisa, v'yachgachach zira, lo'yusam asnima. And furthermore, again, if she was, she was, after they got divorced, she was with someone else, and they had relations, and then they, he would, he married her again, also wouldn't go on that, because again, they weren't married at that point, it's not relevant to him, even though he marries her afterwards, and we marries her again, still not relevant to him, if she was unfaithful when they were not married. Zaklal, this is the rule, what it goes on, Anything that she did was unfaithful would not become asa to him, which means not relevant to him. So then it's not going on that. The, the shvu is not going on that at all. But anything which is relevant to him, even if it wasn't relevant now, it was relevant that he was, she was unfaithful when they were first married or some point later in the marriage, a different person. Any one of those situations, since it's relevant to him, the shvu goes on that as well. And if she was unfaithful, she would be punished as a result of that relationship, even though it wasn't actually this situation we're talking about now, which got into her trouble, the fact that she's included with this man. It may have been a different person at a different time. It's still going to be included in the shua that she's making. Starts the Gemara, Amr of Amruna. Shemeris Yavim Shazinsa Asuli Yavah. He seems to see from this Mishnah that a Shemeris Yavim, which means a woman who's supposed to fall to Yibam, and she's Mazan, which means she's with another man, it sounds like now she comes usher to the Yavim, usher to this man. Mimai, how do you see that from this Mishnah? Midiktani from the Mishnah says, Shemeris Yavim Vaknusa, it says in our Mishnah, Shemeris Yavim, that if she was unfaithful as a Shemeris Yavim when she was waiting to do Yibim, and then it says Knusa, that she was unfaithful after she married him. If it's true, that becomes usher, which means she's really usher now to this man, to the brother that she should have fallen to because she was unfaithful, then it makes sense that she's now swearing on that stage, the stage of Shemeris Yavim, because she would usher to him as a result. If you want to say that a Shemeris Yavim, a woman who is waiting to do Yibam and is unfaithful and, and is with another man, does not become usher to this brother, 
So how would the how would the the swearing include that 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 stage? Vatran, our mission just told us. Anything which is not relevant to this person who he's swearing about is not included in the Shavua. So it must be that the Shavua includes a stage that if she was Shemaras Yavim, she was falling to this person and she was unfaithful, that actually would make it also to the brother. And therefore it makes sense the Shavua would include that. Because if we're not, then it would not make sense why the Shavua would include that. Amma Rav the Gemara says, We don't pass in that way. It's not true. That a woman who is Shemeris Yavim means she was falling to Yibam and she was unfaithful would not become Asa to the Baal. And what's that Mishnah? The Mishnah seems to clearly indicate that it does because it's included in the Shavuah. And how do you tell me what our Mishnah said, Shemeris Yavim, the Knusa? Versus our Mishnah is a very unique opinion. Our Mishnah is the, a, a singular opinion of Rekiva who holds that a Kedushin, which means a marriage that someone does to someone who is a love, is not going to be tofus. Umashvi la kiyerva, and it considers like an What does that mean? So we hold that if someone gets married, let's say to a, a married woman, so that woman is not a love. That woman's actually chiv misa, and therefore, if you try to get married to someone who's a married woman, marriage doesn't work. You can't get married. No, the condition does not work. It's meaningless. It's worthless. Doesn't happen. But if someone marries a Lav, someone who's only Nisalav, example, Shemeris Yavim, which means a woman who's about to, who the brother, her husband died, and she fell to her brother. If she would be married to someone else now, that's a lav. It's not a, it's a chiv misa, it's a, it's a lav. So if someone goes and marries her, is the Kedushin going to be valid? We hold it is valid, it's a valid Kedushin. Even though it was Asr, she really should not have married someone else because she's supposed to marry the brother. But since it's only a lav, the Kedushin does work. Rekiva says it doesn't. Rekiva holds that even if only a lav, the Kedushin doesn't work. So Rekiva obviously considers even a lav the same thing as an erva, the same thing as a regular erva, which is the Chiyav Misa. So according to Rekiva, the halacha would be that if Shemeris Yavam, a woman who was supposed to fall to her brother, and was unfaithful, married someone else, that act is the same thing as the regular erva, regular, almost like a married woman who marries someone else. And therefore, the same way a married woman who marries someone who, who has relations with someone else cannot go back to her husband, so too the Shemeris Yavam, the one who's falling to Ibam, since he considers it as serious, as, as significant, as a regular Issa Erva, therefore he would hold that she cannot go back to the brother now. But we, the, the way we hold the halach is that a, that a lav is not the same serious level as a regular Erva, therefore if a woman who is supposed to fall to a brother ends up marrying or having relations with someone else, it would not ask her to the brother since it doesn't have the same status of an Erva. Can a person include in the Shvua on the Surimishainim, which means that let's say they were married at one point and they got divorced <coughs> and then he remarries her. So they were married, divorced, then remarried. Can the and, and now there's a Kenya Nastira? Can he make her swear on the on the that she was not unfaithful when they were first married, first time around, time time one. Anusui Achiv, Mahu. Similar question. Can they, you have, let's say, a Yavam, right? That means you have two brothers and one brother died and the second brother marries the woman Can and then she's she's on, she's with someone else and they, she has to drink the soda water. Can you make her swear on Anusui Achiv that she wasn't unfaithful 
when they were married to the brother, is that also going to be possible to include it as well? Maho, what's the halacha? So the Shavu included on that stage as well, which is again the first marriage, first time around they were married, or in the marriage of the brother when he was still alive. Klal, it's clear in the Mishnah, the Mishnah is the rule is, any time that if the <coughs> they would she would have relations and would not become usher to that person, so that is not included. But but if it would become usher, it's included. So in both of these cases, since it's the same person, it would become usher as a result. I mean the first the husband the first time around would be usher. And similarly the brother, she would usher to the brother as well if she was Mazana at that point. If it would be included, Shmamina, it is included in the Shur. Rav Meir You say, Amin, that he will not become Tami also in the future. Tanya, Lukishtam Rav Meir, Amin, Shleitami. Shem Titame, Hamayim Baikinisem Yashav. What Rav Meir did not mean that you, it's, it's going to predict the future that if she would become unfaithful at some point later on, then the water would actually make a blow up now. That's not what he meant. Ella, what's going to happen is, Lekishitame, it's very fascinating that if she would ever in the future be unfaithful, the water like would almost like re- reconstitute itself and check her at that time. At that time, it would like, make her actually die from the water even years ago that was consumed. Can a person make a, put in the shua, put in the swearing, which means that if they're going to, get divorced, and then get remarried with the water check it out on this next marriage, which will be in the future, next time around. Right now, there's no Isra on the on the marriage of, of, of then, because it's not uh, not relevant now. Since if he doesn't divorce her, and then remarries her, it would be included. Is that going to be included in the Shvua or, or not? So do we say, since it is the same husband and wife, not in the same marriage, because there's a remarriage, which will happen after they get divorced and remarried. Do we say that the Yishvu includes that as well? Or no, since in the marriage right now it's not relevant, is it included? Toshma kol shavin, Mishnah said that everyone agrees, so we're not going, the, drink, the drinking will not refer to and not include on if they had, she was unfaithful before they got married in the first place. And not after they get divorced. And similarly, we said that if she, they get divorced, and when they're divorced, she's unfaithful, she's with some other man, and then he returns her, also we're not include that as well. But, but if it's, it's pretty clear that if he does return her, and then she's unfaithful, which means it is relevant to him, it would be included. Because the bottom line is, it is something which is relevant to this couple. Even though it's not going to be in this round of marriage or the next round of marriage, but since it's between them two, the Shur would include that as well. Says that a woman could drink and drink again, which means if it happens again, she would drink another time and to prove it a second time around. No, Zeis means this is going to be the time she drinks. A woman will not drink and drink again. That means only one possible, one possibility, one. One the one time thing, if she's not guilty, does not happen. You not give it to drink again on another suspect relationship. There was a story, and Chunya was the uh, 
digger of, of, of pits was made, he testified, that a woman can drink and drink a second time if necessary, if there's a episode happens again. And we accept what he said, if it's in two different men, which means two different husbands. Then we can have the same woman, let's say she's married to one person, she was secluded with a man, we give her to drink, and then if he, let's say, dies or divorces her, and another man marries her, and then has the same episode, he can give it to drink. But we do not accept it by one husband. The same husband again, that the, we're not, then accept it. The disagree, they say no. Whether the same husband or different husband, we do not give a woman to drink a second time around. It only happens once, and we never allow it a second time around. Okay, we'll stop here, we'll continue on next time with the rest of this sugar.